This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We know that everyone knows who's listening. It was a very big tragedy, and people are asking me, what do I have to say? And the answer is, Baruch Dayanemeth, I don't have what to say. Who am I to say something? I don't know anything. All I could say is that when there's a tragedy in a community, um, or in a chevra, in a chabura, the, the, it's, it's a message that we were not on the level. So I, I will say something, but not what everyone thinks I'm going to say. The Gemara says that God makes a cheshman when he takes someone away from this world. Sometimes the person that he's taking away from the world doesn't even deserve to live. But because it's going to affect his family, his chevra, his children, whatever, and that effect is so devastating that he won't do it because those people didn't do anything wrong. Why should he be punished? So, and these people did nothing wrong. These are tzaddikim, korbanos, and korbanos have to be brought without a mum. And the same thing that happened with the Sassoon family, the people that are taken, not Hashem, the ones that are here are, have a mum. They don't. But um, Hashem makes, has a cheshman. Hold on. Hello? Hello? Yes, I'm in the middle of a shear, yes. Mazel tov. What's the mazel tov? Mazel tov. Okay, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. Bye. Sorry, guys, just from a hospital. So, um, it's a mazel tov. See how Hashem works? My brother, my brother, Eliezer, just had a granddaughter. Mazel tov. Anyway, the bottom line is, such a tragedy if we were deserving, if we were close and deserving that when Hashem made this judgment, when this came in front of Bezim Shalmailah, that's what I'm going to talk about tonight. If we were so close that it would break us all, then maybe we could have saved them. It's a cheshben. Everything Hashem does Everything is taken into consideration. And one of the problems, and this is really my share tonight, so just, just leading into it. Let's just, we're going to learn the share, Lila Nishmas, Eliza Baravraham, Moshe Ben Eliza, Yitzhak Ben Eliza, and Henriette Leah Bat Eliza. I think I'm about to get it. No, it's not the name. Um, Lila Nishmas. These are all people. These are all not just names. These are people with futures and potential. And it's not there anymore. I'm actually looking at my phone because we lost, my friend lost his son. Yesterday in Eretz Yisrael, I'm waiting for my wife to send me his name, but she didn't send it yet. Okay. Anyway, I should all have a full shalom. So this is, this is what my shir, I felt very important, even though it's Hanukkah, and tonight's the holiest of the holy of the holy of the holiest of the holy. Zeus Hanukkah, Yom Kippur, you're supposed to say, supposed to say, a good and kvittal, chesim tonight. This is it. Tomorrow night, shkia, that's it. There's no more books. The books are all locked up. Last day. Samuel Kipper, right? 
How many days is it from Yom Kippur till today? 74? That's why it's hard. I like 74. What? It's a riot. Odd. 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 Uh, I'm waiting for this name. His name's not here for some reason. Okay. Um, it's as follows. So you hear a tragedy. You go to Menachem You talk about it to your friends. New York Times said something. You know, the newspapers had, wherever I went, every newsstand you walked by, Hanukkah tragedy, Hanukkah tragedy, Hanukkah tragedy. Those two words are not supposed to go together. Hanukkah and tragedy is not supposed to go together. Those words were for us to read, not for the Goyim to read. Hashem is saying, even though it was Hanukkah, it's a tragedy. Wake up. It's Hanukkah, and it's a tragedy, and that's not what's supposed to be happening. And the New York Post, and I, I didn't read them, I just walked by, and I was like, Hanukkah tragedy. We have to think of Hanukkah tragedy. Hanukkah is the time to, right? Not to be tragedy. So this is... So the problem, I got very upset today. The problem is that we don't get angry. We don't get angry. We don't get angry. Kids are dying from overdoses of heroin. Kids are committing suicide. There are kids that don't eat. They're anorexic. There are psych wards that are full of Jewish children. There are rehabs that are being fed, the children being fed treif. They're doing a void zara. And we're not angry. No one is getting up and saying, this has to stop. We're not going to let Jewish kids die for nothing anymore. No one's getting up and saying that. No one is getting angry. We're like, it's very bad, I hear about it, you know, I'll give you a check, whatever. You know, you have to be, imagine, I don't know, we lost 150, 200 kids this year. Imagine, the Arabs, yeah, over 150 kids, yeah, in one year. Yeah, more than that. Okay, they're not suicides, they take heroin, and, and, and the heroin's bad. What's the difference? doesn't make a difference. Kids are depressed, the world, but our children, imagine, God forbid, if they went into a yeshiva in Israel and, they sh- and the Arabs came, they killed 150 kids. We join the army. Every 18-year-old guy would join the army. We're going into that where those Arabs came from. We're going to kill everyone. We're going to blow that place off the face. Killed two kids. But here we have kids that are dying. 16, 17, 18, 19, 35, 25, hanging themselves, jumping off bridges. Mothers, fathers, right? Off the derech, being taken off the derech by, by footsteps, by this one, by that one, becoming atheists. And everyone's sitting in the conventions and everything that we have, and we're talking and we're going to meet. And da, da, da. why isn't someone saying, I am so flipping angry, I am not going to allow this to happen anymore? No one's getting angry, so no one's doing anything. We talk and we mourn, and it's sad. And I'm not talking about the fire, the fire or a kid with cancer. I want to do, who am I going to get angry at? Am I going to get angry at Hashem? Who am I going to get angry at? Am I going to get angry at myself? Maybe, you know, there'd be less disease if I did, if I did more tshuva, 
and maybe if it really counted, and I would have counted when Hashem made the cheshbin, you know, that it would affect my learning and, and affect other parts of my Yiddishkeit. If something like this happened, maybe I could have saved them. So maybe I'll get angry at myself, but that's a very dangerous thing because you can't serve Hashem when you're angry at yourself. So I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about kids killing themselves. I'm talking about, I'm talking about drugs and stuff like that. Why, why are we allowing? Okay, what's the number? Hello, three o'clock from Amudim. Where are we holding? Here's a number. 202. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, wow, we have to do something, man. We have to do something. Oh, I'll write a check. Maybe I'll write a check. How lie they write a check, but whatever. Nobody's in. No one's like, that's it! I'm putting a bunch of, a bunch of guys together, Navy SEALs, Nava SEALs, right? Put a bunch of guys together. We are going to stop this. We're going to build a rehab, 400 acres in the Catskills. We're going to give these kids paintballing, basketball, Whatever they want, we're gonna we're gonna attack this at the root. We're gonna we're gonna do what we have to do. We are so quiet. We are so not doing anything. And this week's parsha talks about Yehuda. Yigash Elav Yehuda. Yehuda said, "I am angry." Says the Medrash, the hairs on his chest came flying out of his clothing. He said, I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to you, and I'm whispering in your ear, and you know what? Enough! You got my brother, I'm taking you down, I'm taking Paro down, I'm taking Mitzrayim down, brothers spread out, we're gonna rip this place to shreds. No more talk! Yehuda got angry, and Yosef saw, I better tell him who I am because I'm about to get my head ripped off. And the same thing happened. Tonight is Zeus Hanukkah. And that's why I want to read the story. Five Maccabees. Read the story. Five Maccabees knew they had no... Greek Empire? It's It's like Hawaii going up against Russia. Greek Empire? They destroyed the whole world. They owned the whole world. So what are these guys, Nuts? Five guys out, out, in Saint-Philalanais. Who do you think you are? You're going to go against the Greek army. Hashem's going to save you? Who are you? Five Kohanim? Okay, very nice. You'll take down a couple of them, but you're not taking down the whole Greek army. They didn't care. When you read this, you'll see. They said, you cannot do this to our people anymore. You can't burn them in a cave because they're keeping Shabbos. You can't make fun of our religion, you can't kill Jews. We're going to go out there. And we're going to take every head that we can. We're going down. We're going down. They knew there was a, it was a suicide mission. They were going down for sure. And they got angry and they said, "I will take an arrow. I will die. I will bleed to death. But I'm going to make a statement. We're not going to put up with this." And Hashem said, "You got angry. You got angry because what's happening to my children." So I. Somebody said to me, to one of my, one of my Talmudians said tonight, he said, the people that make changes in the world are the people who take responsibility. They take achrayas. Yehuda, it's this week's parsha. Yehuda went to his father and said, I take achrayas. I take achrayas on Benyamin. My Olam Haba, which is the most precious thing I have, I will give up. This boy is coming home. So in the beginning, he tried to talk nice, you know, 
keep me, keep them, keep this, keep that. Look at Rashi. He got you. He said, "No more nice. You got my brother, man. You got Benyon. You got my brother. You're not doing this to my father. You're not doing it to us." And he told the guy, "Spread out." And Yosef saw, "Oh my God, they're going to kill." And he said, "I'm going to." He whispered in his ear, according to Rashi, "I'm going to kill you, and then I'm going to kill Paro." Read Rashi, and then I'm going to kill the whole Mitzrayim. We're going to wipe you out. We wiped out Shechem. They took responsibility. They got a little bit yelled at for it. We're going to, we wiped out Shechem. We're taking down Mitzrayim. You're taking down Mitzrayim, biggest army in the world, most powerful sorcerers in the world. Is the flip? There's a switch in your head where you just say, "I'm not taking this anymore. I'm not letting Jewish kids be heroin addicts." I'm not letting little children be sexually abused. I'm not standing for this. I am angry. And I'm going to put together a bunch of angry guys. And we're going to show Hashem that we're angry the way what's going on. Not at Hashem. We're not angry at you. We're not angry at you, Hashem. It's not your fault. It's our fault. And we're going to build places. And I don't understand that there's no girls rehab, drug rehab, with all the money that we have, why are we allowing this? And there's not enough boys we have. And, and, all the, and the mental stuff and everything that's going on. We, we, we should be... It's not only that. Every, everything that's going on. Our kids going off to Derek and all this. I don't care. Like I said, I said at the, at, and, I, and I'm not backing off it. I said at the Gooder Convention, build gyms and you won't have to build rehabs. Teach kids how to play hockey. Teach kids how to play baseball. And how to be a team, and how to let other people, and, 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 and teach them, teach them midos, and how to share, and guess what? They're not gonna bully anyone. You don't bully anyone in sports. You're crazy. You, you said one word to a kid, you're slow, you shouldn't be on the team. The coach threw you off. Get out of here. It's, no one's angry. Everyone's like, oh my god, you're about the tragedy. You know what happened? You know, another kid died today. Kid, kid, just, someone just told me, a smarty kid, just hung himself in the last last couple of days ago. It's not normal. It was like, oh, we got to do something. That's not anger. The Maccabees didn't sit in their house and say, well, wait, let's uh, have a meeting. Let's go to Florida. Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's uh, let's gather everyone together. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Maccabees said, no, we're not talking about it anymore. Enough talking about it. We're getting massacred. We're not talking about it anymore. If you look in history, every time Kleistrow got angry and they did something, it was Nisim and Flies. The, the Maccabees were Nisim the Flies. Yehuda got angry. Who else got angry? Who else got angry? Nobody else got angry but him. Mm, that's Kanos. It wasn't angry. I learned it with you. I, I said this share every Shavuos. Goliath got up and he made fun of Hashem in public, in front of Klai Yisrael. And David HaMelech, this little squirt, this little guy, who he called Almighty, you little redhead, little shepherd coming at me with, right? Said to show the great, powerful king, the great armies of Kleistro, who were, who were beating up all the, all the Pelishtim, one war after another, right? They stood there. And this guy got up by his man Kriyashma, open it up, you'll see Shemar, and he got up and he cursed God. And this little guy, David Amelech, what happened? He got angry. And he said, who, to show, who talks about our God like that? I'm going to go get him. He, was, he had no chance. He had no chance. All these guys who got angry had no chance. David Amalek had no chance. And really, Yehuda didn't have a chance either. Because Ephraim and Menashe 
showed you, if you read the Medrash, whatever Yehuda did, they did triple. He made the place shake, Ephraim or Menashe hit their foot on the ground, and everything crumbled. And they said, this guy has got to be Jewish. Something's going on here. So, every time you see Yehuda and David HaMelech, they got angry at the situation. Moshe Rabbeinu got angry at Klaistro. So he hit the rock. He wasn't, he did, that's a whole different story. They're angry at the situation. I'm not going to stand for this anymore. So there's a very unbelievable, so you have to take responsibility. Somebody has to take responsibility. Somebody has to just get angry and take responsibility. There was a, there was a story about, a, um, in World War II, I was a big World War II guy, and um, they were getting massacred. It was uh, like one of these, when they went up, I forgot which hill, in, 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 uh, when they landed in Normandy, so the Germans were sitting at a pillbox in this like concrete thing, and they had a machine gun, and they were just killing every single guy that tried to get... They were massacring the Americans. And there's one guy, like they killed his whole unit. All his friends were laying him dead. He took out a grenade, and he just ran, right? And the bullets were flying all over the place. He was so angry. And of course, he flipped it in there, he blew them up, and that was the end of them. But he just like, he got so angry. I'm not going kill all my friends. I'm not letting you kill all my friends. So why are we letting this drug kill all our kids? Why isn't anyone angry? Nobody's angry. Yes, there's tragedies and everything else. And the fire is not something, it's, it's, it's something you can't be angry. What are you angry at? That's not what I'm talking about. It's, it's a, or sick child is a sick child. Or, or, you know, but again, none of these tragedies can happen. If you look at the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, it tells you, it doesn't say about Strefa, but it tells you that everything that comes to the world, disease, pestilence, all this stuff, mipne. There's a reason. There's a reason for the fire. I don't know the reason for the fire. But it has to do with us. Perkhamisha. Deva Bala disease comes to the world. On 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 the on Bezdin not keeping the Arba Mises to Bezdin. And on not keeping Shemitah. Cherubbala'ilam. War comes to the world. Al-Ine Haddin. On not keeping laws. You know, not, you know, taking bribery and stuff. Al-Ivas Haddin. People who pass in not Kalacha. Chayerubbala'ilam. Wild animals come to the world. Ashwashav. I'm, I'm making a line. Al-Chil Hashem. Golis Bala'ilam. Golis comes to the world. So you see all these things. doesn't say anything about fire. But all these different things come to the world because of a reason. You don't have a fire for no reason. And I don't believe that... It's not the family that was living there. They were tzaddik. And this is a message. These are korbanos. For us, every newspaper in New York says, Hanukkah, tragedy. Why should Klai have a tragedy on Hanukkah? Something we need to think about. Are we treating Hanukkah correctly? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer. But I'm angry. I'm not, I, the fire I can't be angry about. I'm angry about my, people dying that shouldn't be dying. I'm very angry. And I'm a little teeny guy, and I, I can't really do what I need to do. And there should be a hundred guys in a room who are angry, who are saying, we're going to do something. We're not putting up with this drug addiction. If we have to start kids at eight, nine years old, whatever we have to do, we're going to do. No more Jewish children are dying. If somebody was shooting Jewish children in shul, chas v'shalom, 
we would get an army together. Every one of my friends would be a carrying a concealed handgun, get a license, go to a shooting target, be the best shot. The shoes would be full of guys with rifles and, 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 and guns and all the clever with all the stuff. Man, a guy would walk in, we'd blow him into a million pieces. So why aren't we doing anything? Because it's a drug. It's not an Arab. It's not a terrorist. So that's it. We're done. We're not going to try to stop this. It's just going to keep happening. We're going to keep going to Levias and say, Ive, what a tragedy. Oh, my friend and his friend. And he had such, and the kid, and he was so troubled. And okay, good night, goodbye. Let me get on my iPhone. Let's see what's going on in the world. Let's go back to work. So that's it. So then you don't have a Hanukkah. You don't have a Hanukkah. You don't have a Maccabee. You don't have a Maccabee. You don't have a Hanukkah. You have nothing. You don't have a Dovan Melech. You don't have a Malchus. You don't have a Yosef Atat. You don't have a Yehuda. That was Yehuda. We think David Melch, you know, we talk about DNA. We think he got that from. That was a giant. He was a monster. He didn't attack him because of a reward. He attacked him the minute he started cursing Hashem. He turned to Shaul. He did me a favor. Give me a Mishmuel Aleph. He turned to Shaul and he said, You're going to let. Shaul was a monster. Shaul was a monster warrior. He was the warrior, Shaul. And the Israeli army, the Kleisol's army, they were, they were wiping the plishta. They, were, they knew how to fight. And they all just stood there. And he challenged them. And David Amalek said, You? You're challenging Hashem? And he got angry. And he took him down. So that's not a big uh, thing to figure out that he had a great-great-grandfather named Yehuda who said the same thing. I will take you down, mister. I will take Paro down. I will take the whole tribe. The tribe was... Bigger than, the, bigger than the Greek army, yes. That's my ad. I can't take it anymore. What? When I started my whole insurance thing. But? No, that's a nice ad, but? No, I'm still doing it. Are you angry? I'm very angry. Like today, I was cutting, cutting, crossing a lot of chops today. terrible. Because of life insurance. Because you could, so you prevent it. You're not, you're, you're, you are not angry enough. You're too sweet. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm not doing good enough. You're doing a great job. You're just a sweet guy. You got to get some mean guys on your team. Guys that don't take no for an answer. Hello? He's from the Shevet. Because at the end of the day, Chashmanom said, Mila Hashem He said, That's it. Whoever wants to join us, we're going down. Whoever wants to join us. And when, when, they, when they did the Egel, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Meal Hashem like Kahanim, when there's a call, like the end of the day, who is here for Hashem? The Kahanim answered. You know the story with the Chavetz Chaim. Told Rabbi Schwab, you know I am a Klein, you're not. Because yeah. my parents answered, yours didn't. Chavetz Chaim. Not Pasha. In Hebrew, I put out What? So this is this is this is this is this week's Pasha. This is Hanukkah. I'm not it's not like a weird cheer coming and I'm going over there. But I want to tell you something. So, so this my, my Talmud said to me something beautiful. Listen to this. He said, You have to take a chrys. What's a chrys in English? Responsibility. Responsibility. So he says many people and he he said it to me and I went crazy on him. He said, I'm, I, he's my Talmud. I said, what, what are you doing? What are you why aren't you angry? Like what? What are you doing? All these kids are dying. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? 
I say, thank you, you gave me a check, thank you very much. But what are you doing? That's, give me a check to help me, help them. But what are you doing? So he said, I don't, I, I don't know how to talk to these kids. I don't know how to, I don't know how to. I said, you know what? If there's a kid drowning, right? you jump in even if you don't know how to swim. If you really feel a kid's drowning, you don't need to know how to talk to them. You really think someone's drowning? You, you don't have to be a car mechanic. You know, when, when it comes from someone's under the tires of a car, you get this adrenaline, you lift the car. You're not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not a tow truck, you're a human being. Oh, how does that happen? Very easy. Listen to the word responsibility. If you respond, God gives you the ability. That's responsibility. If you respond, then you get the ability. If you don't respond, there's no need there's nothing. But if you, and it's in the word, response from Hashem to give you the ability. Respond, if you respond... You get the ability. It's in the word. But you're not angry. Oh, nice. You disagree? Okay, we have a disagreement here. And we love him, so he's going to say something smart. Right. So, so, educate them. There's a Bria, and Hashem created it, and you're ignoring it, and that's why it's going down the tubes. There's a lot of different, there's a lot of different therapies. But do therapy. That is the world, they don't take care of it, it's going to go away. They see their concrete jungle, and they don't understand that the world is outside of it. It's very nice what you're saying, but that's not what I'm talking about tonight. I'm not, I'm not pushing, I'm not, I'm not, okay, I'm not pushing homopathic food right now or medicines. Right. That's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about taking responsibility to sit down and, and get a group together to figure out and react and take responsibility to stop kids from committing and dying from drugs. So, we need to... Why does someone commit suicide? Because they don't feel love. They don't, have, they don't have a single drop of one. Okay, so right? teach your parents. Okay, Rebbe, you plant one fruit, one vegetable, you raise one animal, the animal will love you unconditionally. Without, because you are. Okay, I'm not arguing with that. I'm, I'm not arguing with that. You are everything. It's the best thing. Make that vegetable, it's impossible not to feel self, self-worth. Because you created this. Oh, Shem also created this. Thanks. What, so, is, what are you giving me here? What I'm saying is the answer to what you're oh. saying. Oh, yeah, but that's not. That's not what? What I'm saying is the answer to That's what part of it. That's part yeah. of it. Is a, if you want kids to stop committing suicide, give them something that will love them unconditionally. Uh, okay. So some kids don't hate animals and won't be animals. Some kids it'll be farming. Some kids it'll be, there's a whole thing up, upstate right now that, um, that they're working with boys and there, there's different kind of things that guys want to build things and do things and they feel, and they mamas turn them around. They turn them around without anything but just, just taking them out of New York. And, and them doing something and creating something and they, they built a house. They built a house. And there's one guy who bikes like 20 miles a, 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 and they're all very happy and they're doing very, very good but we have to do something. That's, that's a teeny little bit. It's a teeny little bit. No, every media you have is for good and for bad. It's an exception that's caused. It's not, not caught. You're not, you're angry at the situation. You're not angry at a person. 
You're not allowed to be, I'm not to be angry at you, but the situation, and I, it's sort of like, oh, I'm trying to get there, but like, you know, so if you eat food that's not good for you, right? Right? So one of the therapists, one of the people who was talking about food, whatever it was, said, when you get angry at that piece of food, you will hurt me. You, I'm a diabetic. If I eat you, you're shortening my life. You're, my, you're a killer. You're murdering me. I am so angry at you. It's, 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 you have to get into that little uh, like hypnosis type of thing. But when you're looking at that piece of food and you're saying, like, you're here to hurt me, I am, get out of here. Get out of my life. That's not anger. That's, that's a different kind of... But you've got to make sure that you don't get too angry because then you won't eat anything. But I'm just saying, it's, it, we, have to, we, have to, we have to react. We have to react. It's crazy. It's, we can't go on like this. We can't go on 100 kids. We can't go on like this. Impossible. Impossible. All right, anyway... We, let's, yeah. Can you turn that off? What? what what's the problem? What are, you, what are you upset about? We agreed with you. I guess that's getting angry. Um, can we? Can you get me a link? Megillas Chashmonam, but it's also called Megillas Antiochus. It's not going to be in here. What? It's only in a certain sitter. I found it in a sitter. It happens to be an English, an English sitter, but they don't have it here. Archibald doesn't have it. How much does it cost to download? download? How could Amazon have a Megillah's Chashman? That's crazy. What? Right, Megillah's Antiochus. Hebrew. It's not that kind of anger. It's a, it's an internal, like you know, I got to do this. I got to do this. It's I don't, it, there's no other word I could use for it. It's like I got to do this. I'm just I'm, I'm I'm fed up with every single day hearing another tragedy. So Hashem, I'm going to be response. I'm going to respond, and you give me the ability. That's all. And he does. You see, by each one, Yehuda, by each one of them, by David, by each one of them, was Nisim and Flores. Nisim and Eflis. Now, Hanukkah. Okay? Let's, let's look at Megillah's Hanukkah. It was in the times of Antiochus, the king of Yavon. He was a very big king. He was a Greek empire. The whole world listened to him. And he captured many, many kings and many, many countries. The Greek empire. He burnt down all their castles. And he put them all in jail. Since Alexander the Great, there was never a king like this, ever. He built Greece on the beach, right? On the water, that's where it is. It was called Antiochia. That was the name of the country. Now, that's not where Greece got its name from. He had a general, Begam Bagris. I don't want to cover this. He had a general whose name was Bagris. Uh, equally Bagris al Shemay. They called it Greece from him. To this day, it's his name. When on the 23rd year of his kingdom, it was the 213th year of the Beis Amigdash. Some part of Lalas Jerusalem. He decided 
we're going to take our boats and we're going to Yerushalayim. And he told them, Actually, this was a Bagras, I remember, who told Antiochus that there's a, there's a, a, a nation, Yehudim, that live in Yerushalayim. They don't bring sacrifices to our gods. They don't do our laws. And they don't listen to the king's laws. Bagras was a bad guy. He told us down to you. Oh, and they, they can't, they say, and they can't wait until Hashem becomes their king. So he was really bad mouthing the Jews down to Exactly like Haman said to Achishverus, there's no reason to keep this nation alive. Let's go get them. Let's break their bris Shabbos which chodesh umila. Nikonar was a great general when he came to Yerushalayim. He killed a lot of Jews. Even he built a in the base of the place that Hashem said, I'm going to rest there. In the Kaddish Kedashim, he shechted a pig. And he's put the blood all over the Azara. Now, see, this is where comes anger. Okay? Listen to the Megillah Santayachas. When the Yechon and the Kohen Gadol, the son of Matas Yo, heard this, Kizeh, Hamaisa Nasa, what happened? Nimla Ketzef Bechema. He became extremely angry. Bezid Panov Nishtana. He became so angry that the color of his face contorted. He said, I gotta do something about this. You understand what I'm saying? It's where it's coming from? He's like, You're not putting blood of a Chazir in my base of Megdash. I'm a Kayan. You're not doing this. He said, I'm going to do something about this. So, when he heard about this, he became very angry, and he made a sword four feet long and one feet wide, and he put it underneath his tunic, underneath his clothing. Okay? And he came to the Shah HaMelech. And he stood there, and he said, I am I am Yechonah ben Matisio. I came to see the general Nikana. So they went to the general and they said, the Kohen Gadol of the Jews is here to see you. Wow, that's pretty big. Bring him in. They brought him in. You're one of the rebellious. You rebelled. You don't want to be part of Greece. He said, I am here. I am one of those rebellions, those Kohanim, but now I'm here to do whatever you want. Ooh. If you want to do whatever I want, take a pig and shacht it on the Mizbeach. I'll put clothing of the king on you. I'll put you on the horse's You'll be like one of the loved ones of the king. Okay. I'm very scared because I'm a Jew. 
If they find out that I'm about to do this, they're not going to let me do this. They're going to stone me. So maybe there's a spy in here that's going to tell the Jews what I'm about to do. So send everyone out. This week's Pasha sent everybody out and put his life in danger. So it was just him and Yehuda, a different shear. So he sent everyone out. And he kind of, well, they shouldn't have done that. And he said the following My God and the God of my forefathers. Don't give me into this oral's hand. Because if he kills me, he's going to go to his his, his, his deity is Avodah who was called Dagan. But Yamel he's going to praise him. That that that. What is your father? Pieces. He took three steps. And he stuck the sword in his in his heart. He killed him and he threw his body in front of the in front of the base of Megiddosh. So what is the Kain? He killed him. He stood up for Hashem, right? So who is Yechon Kohen Gadol? He said, Hashem, I'm sorry. Don't be angry at me. That I killed him in the in the base of Migdash. I think give me his whole nation that's coming against us. He went out that day, the Chevra, and they killed a lot of them. Sheva Meos Elef. 700,000. 772,000 of the enemy. And they called themselves Maccabee Me Misachazakim. The Maccabees who kill the strong. Alright. So what happens on Tiyachas here is this, that he heard that his main general, Nikonar, who fought all his wars, is dead. Solomon already got very angry. So he called Bagras Harashim. And Bagras said, listen, did you hear what Christ wrote? He said, Antiochus said, did you hear what Kali so did to us? They killed so many of us. Um, let's go and let's go get them. So, Bagris collected an army, mercenaries, sailors. And they went out and they just massacred the Jews. They killed many Jews. They didn't allow Shabbos to be killed. They caught a man and his son and they hung them both in front of the woman. They gave her bris and then the Isha, uh, she, she jumped off the wall, she jumped off the wall of Yerushalayim with a baby in her hand. And you think you can stop the bris and the bris of Yerushalayim? You can't, this woman said. She threw him, her, husband, her son down. And she jumped afterwards. They both died. Many Jews jumped off the, off the wall because they couldn't do the bris. Do the bris. The Greeks didn't let them do bris. So the mothers would jump with the kids off the wall when they were eight days old. 
But some Jews, there were a lot of Jews that became Greek, you know, Goyim, like Goyim, assimilated, but there were some Jews that were stark. So they said one to another, let's go hide in a cave. Maybe that way we won't have to be Machal Shabbos. But Bagras heard about it. So he came to the mouth of the cave and he said, Yehudim, come out or else you're going to suffer. And Benesel said, we know Hashem told us to keep Shabbos. It's a different day in those were days. So what did he do? He put, have you ate them? He put wood in front of the mouth, lit it, and they all, they all suffocated to death. Smoke inhalation. Okay, when the, when the five Maccabees heard this, they said, uh, uh-uh. so they went and they came and they attacked and they made them run, the Greeks. And Bagrus went back into, got, went back into a boat and he ran back to Greece. He said, listen, you put up this law that the Jews shouldn't have Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, and Mila. They're fighting you. They're against you. They're mercenaries. They're killing our guys. So he said, let's go ahead. Let's send out books to all the Medinas. Let's bring all the Navy. There wasn't one guy left that didn't come to attack the Jews. And let's bring the armored from India. Let's bring the armored elephants. They were like tanks. Oh, Adiyah said, I like that. So he sent out messages. And Bagras put together one of the biggest armies ever to go against their Yisrael. They came to Yushalayim. They knocked down the wall. They broke down the wall 13 different places. They broke the stones. They turned them into, into Ma'afar. And he said, Hapam Azois. The Russia said, this time, the Jews will not win. Because I have a huge army and a strong hand. And their God and Shemayim will not be able to fight me. Really? They got up. They heard about this. And they went to fight. Shimon, who was it? Yehuda was the Bechar. Shimon was the second. Third was Yechanan, the fourth was Yechanan, the fifth was Elazar. So, they went to their father. How do you go to fight? They went to the father for a bracha. Yehuda, he said, Admo Eschel Yehuda ben Yaakov. That was like an Aryeh. Shimon le Shimon ben Yaakov. They killed out the whole Shechem. Yechanan le Avne ben Ner, the general of, of David and Melech. Yechanan le Yechanan ben Shal, who killed many Plishtim. Elazar le Pinchas ben Elazar. So he put it together. They went out and they fought and they killed many of them. But then Yehuda got killed. When they saw that Yehuda died, they gave they gave up. They went back to their father. And Matizyah, who was a very old man, said, "Why'd you come back?" And they said, "They killed Yehuda. We're done." And he said, "Really, you're not done. I'm going to go fight instead of Yehuda." He went out. And they wiped them. They wiped them up. There was nothing left of the Greeks, and they ran away. Elazar, died underneath an elephant. They killed them with fire. They killed them with swords. They, they hung them on trees. The Jews hung the Greeks. Russia. 
He ran for his life. They caught him. And they burnt him alive. And Antiochus, when he heard he lost Bagris and his whole army, he went into a boat, and that was the end of him. He jumped off the boat and committed suicide. The came to base Amigdash. They cleaned up. They found the Nair. But the Chashmanam said you could go to work. Okay, therefore, Ben Israel, my Yamahu, Kogulazam, Shemres, a Yamah, my Elo, Yukulhem, you may mish the Vesimcha, Yamishres, Machaj Kislev, Shmoyne Yamim, Ben Esahi, I don't know, you threw him, I'll show you, but you're not, he says, Kimuva Kibble, Mamash like Purim. Hashem, Asha Osa Imahem Nais Pufella, Hashem who did with them this great Nais, who Yas Elanu Nisim in the Flies. He will do for us Nisim in the Flies. Yikayim Banu of Rishi Kosov, Kimetsi Sechem at the Triam, your end in the Flies. That's the whole story. So so you see, it's called Meginas. I, I remember learning this as a kid. Most people don't know it existed, it was written, and it, it's read in. Um, in Italy, it's read in Italy. I don't know why we did not we did not be macabre this. It's called It was written in Aramaic and it was translated into Hebrew, but it's really written in Arabic. Huh? So, but, but what you see here, what you see here is that the whole rebellion happened when Yechanan, the Kohen Gadol, said, you're not putting pig on in the Mizbeach, in the Kodesh, in, Ma, in our base of Mikdash, where Hashem dwells. And he went in there and he put his life on the on the, and he said to Hashem, I am taking responsibility that this is going to stop. Hashem gave him the ability to kill him. And when they went out to fight, they got the responsibility. And then, if you read it, I read it very fast, but when, when they, they mamish were losing because Yehuda was there, was an unbelievable, he, just, he was able to kill, he would jump, he was an unbelievable warrior. And when he got killed, the other four brothers were like, that's it, we're done. So they went back to their father, and their father took responsibility. And he said, he put on his armor, that's what it said, he put on his armor, he put on his helmet, he's an old man, and his sword, where his kids saw that my father, he's angry. He's not putting up with this. He's taking a cryos. They went back, and their mom wiped them out. Not with Yehuda, when the father came out, they wiped them out. Because they were looking at their father, and they're like, my father took responsibility, he's an old man, how could we not? So the whole, whole Hanukkah is about, it means the last day of Hanukkah, it's about taking responsibility, getting angry, 
and doing something. Doing something. We need to get together and figure out what we need to do. And then we need to do it. Not just figure out what we need to do. We need to do it. Whether it's what he was talking about, holistic, whatever it is. You put as many brains together, we'll come up. For some kids, it's, it's, it's steiging and learning. Some kids can't learn. They need to use their hands. Some kids are not good with their hands. It, it depends. On what, but we definitely have to have some Jewish outlets, whether it's rehabs and, and, and hospitals, whatever it is, the from world, we've got to stop sending our kids. So if, you, if you're angry that your kids are going to a place where they're eating treif, then you're going to build a, a rehab. It's not for me. I don't care. This is, I'm talking about boys. Forget about girls. Boys. A lot of these guys are guys that are dying. To stop it. We have to stop it. And the only way to stop it is you have to get angry enough to make a change. So you, here, tonight we heard about Yehuda. We heard about the Maccabees. We heard about David Melech, Right? We heard all these people that, that made up their mind that this is not Yechen Kohen Gadol. This is not going to happen anymore. You have to go home and you have to say this is not going to happen anymore. Hashem, I'm going to figure out whether I have to learn more, say Tehillim more, Davin more, whatever, whatever it is. We're going to figure out as a cloud. Stop the death. Stop the sickness. Stop the addiction. Stop the kids that are depressed and anxious and have eating disorders. We're dealing with it. We need a place for eating disorders. We need a place for drug rehab. We need to deal with it to prevent it from happening. And then the ones you couldn't prevent, okay, you got to take care of them, of course. Prevention. I'm trying. I'm trying my little rant. I'm trying, you know. I had an idea for boys, whatever it is. There are people, there's one guy that I know that's up in the mountains that's, that's trying to work his, you know, magic over there and bought a farm, bought something yeah. also. Huh? Happy? It's called Happy what? Happy Avenue. Where's Happy Avenue? Yeah, right, Happy Avenue, right. Right, that's where it is. We don't want to tell everyone where it is exactly. We don't want people to go, but yeah, it's on Happy Avenue. What's the rabbi's name? Franklin. What? Franklin. No, no, oh. no. Um, it's from Muncie. No, no, no. Anyway, he's doing a very good job. But, but we need a lot more. So people have to start getting angry and make changes. As far as the fire is concerned, I have no idea who could answer such a question? But there's a message, there's a message. That's for sure. What the message is? Wow. Well. Why it happens? Why good people suffer? Hashem said, you want to see the reason? We have to destroy the whole world. I don't think anyone in this room wants Hashem to destroy the whole world. It's not the what. I'm just telling someone this. We're very busy in the what. With the fire, there was a tragedy. What happened? What happened? What happened? No. You got to be busy in the why. Why did it happen? What do we need to do? What do we need to change? Stop with the what. Did you hear what happened? 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 Okay. But what's the why? Kids depressed, right? What? The kid's depressed. Why is he depressed? What happened when he was younger? Why is he depressed and the rest of his class is not depressed? The what is the second the what. The question is the why. No, he keeps getting sick. Why does he keep getting sick? And you find out that the minute he walks out of your house, he takes his coat and puts it in his plastic bag. He doesn't wear a coat. So the what is he getting sick? But you don't know. You've got to find out what the why is. You fix the why. You fix the why, the what goes away. You fix the what, the why doesn't go away. That's in, in, in addiction. You, you stop a guy from playing cards, now he's drinking. Stop him from drinking, now he's smoking. Stop him from drinking, 
because you didn't fix what's causing the addiction. So the what's keep moving, but the what's don't fix the why. If you fix the why, all the addictions go away. So it's not the what's that you should be busy with, it's the why you need to be busy with. So we had a tragedy in Flatbush that everyone knows. Why couldn't we have saved them? Why could the effect that it had on everybody not be enough when that din v'chazman happened? How come in that room we didn't pull it off? Why are kids committing suicide? Why are kids dying? Not what. We know they're dying. We know the numbers. We're getting get the numbers. Why? What's going wrong? What's with the system? What's, can, we, can we educate parents? Could we make a happier school? Can we make a happier place for kids to go? You know, once somebody said to me, hey, Rabbi Wallace, do you want to fix everything? Another month of summer. Another month of camp. I'm like, I don't think so. I don't know if that's the answer. Yeah, three months of camp. I said, yeah, three months of camp. You want a four months of camp. All year camp. Maybe some kids need all year camp. Right. Right. Maybe some kids need all year camp. Yeah, he's right. What? That for some kids, the idea is that chill out or it doesn't have to be a system. You don't have to be part of it. Yeah, well, there's a, a lot of kids that learn in the summer. No, I'm, just, no, I'm saying they go to camp. They learn. They're playing ball and they're swimming, but they're also learning. So maybe we need to open up a camp all year round for those kind of kids. So they have learning groups, then they have swimming, and they have, like, like camp, and they have ball playing, and they have trips, and maybe we need to open an all-year-round camp for the kid who fell out and get him out of the streets. I'm definitely, you know, up for ideas. There's nothing to talk about. But someone has to get, get angry and say, like, I'm putting together a, a Navy SEALs. I'm putting together a group of guys who are going to go in this, go into this drug stuff and into the suicide. We're going to go in there and we're not going to stop till we stop it. Till Svigluk says, this year, nobody died. And then you can relax. How important is it to have guys who know what... You need both. You need both. Uh-huh. The guy who flies the plane, who drops the Navy SEALs behind the... Uh-huh. He knows nothing about war. The pilot. Uh-huh. You need him too. And you need the co-pilot. And you need the navigator. They're not warriors. And the guys who build the bridges across the rivers in war, they're engineers. They're engineers. They're not, they're not fighters. They don't carry guns. There's different parts. If you want it, we'll find a job. You just have to do something. It's not, uh, you know, I, I have a little, we're chipping, we're chipping away, but they're dying faster than we can save them. <laughs> Somebody to die, a person to die at 20. 16, 17, his whole life ahead of him. Potential in the ground. You got to get angry about that. You got to scream. You got to go to the top of Bear Mountains. Scream, Hashem, what can I do? I need to do something. It's got to hurt so much. It's not. We got to get to that point. The whole Pasha this week is about a Yehuda. The whole Hanukkah. The whole Hanukkah. But... There's one other thing you need to know, and then we'll finish. I think we're talking over an hour already. Learn your place. Learn your place. Don't be all over the place. The reason, one of the reasons brought down that there is no remembrance on Hanukkah, except in Alanisim, of the war, the miracle of the war, the Maccabees, is because the Maccabees were Kahanim. Hashemunah were Kahanim. And they took the Malchus. 
when the Jews came back now, they became the kings. And they had no right to take the Malchus from Yehuda. You're not kings, you're Kahanim. You were great warriors, you did a great job, but you are Kahanim. And the Gemara says that one Hashmanon was left alive. All the generations, they were knocked off, they were knocked off. There's no remembrance of them at all, of any of these brothers, because they didn't know their place. The Hashmanon were Kahanim, and they took the Malchus from David, and they lost none of them. There's a whole Gemara on it. Killed the last young one, whatever. None of them made it out. So you gotta know your spot, you gotta know your position. You're good at something, do it, but know who you are and what you are and what your job is. You see, they didn't. They they felt that because they won the war and they did everything, that they should have malchus. And that's Kairach. You're not Yehuda, you're a Levi, you're a Kain. You're not Yehuda. You can't do that. To end off, um, just with a short little word in the Oitzeh Ploy Satira on this week's parasha, just to show you, I really wanted to talk about this, but we have Yechim next week, so we could talk about Yosef next week. This is so beautiful. He was so unbelievable, Yosef Patsali. After what his brothers did and everything that happened, it says that when he sent them back home, he gave them all clothing, new clothing. Why do you give them clothing? Who asked you for clothing? Right? The Cheskuni says, Why did Joseph give them clothing? They were very rich. They're missing clothing. We got my Russian Khalifos. Why is it called Khalifos? Clothes is not called. Khalifos means changed. He gave them many changes. So he says that when they opened up their sacks, because Yosef put the silver cup in Binyamin's sack, it says in the Pasik, by Yikru Simlaisa, when they saw it in the sack, they ripped their clothing to sit Shiva. Because they saw right? Since Yosef knew that he caused them to rip their clothing, because he told his people to find the silver cup, the cup in Binyamin. He gave them a change. Since I made you rip your clothing, I'm giving you new clothing. And this was to the brothers that sold them to Mitzrayim. I made you rip your clothing. You don't deserve to have rip clothing. I'm buying you clothing. That's who Yosef Atzadik was. That's what, that's what we have to work on. I mean, even the people that hurt us, we have to be very sensitive to what we cause them and what they need. We should all be Zaycha that in Hashem next year, Zayis Hanukkah, we should be by the base of Midrash and the, the Menorah burning brightly in the base of Midrash. From here, be a man get angry. Don't settle. Don't allow this to happen. Klaishro, we need to get angry. No more soft talking. You're not. You have to know your place. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.